This episode of Nerds Gone Rogue is brought to you by Killers. All John ever wanted was to be normal, but the grisly murder of his parents when he was just a child left something terrible brewing inside him. John was a killer, a fact he'd accepted as he'd now lived on the streets, looking for a place he belonged in this world. On a night that seemed like fate, while on a train heading west, a stranger intervenes as John is on the verge of his most recent crime. His name is Professor James Conrad, and he asks John to come live with him and a group of young serial killers he has taken under his wing. Together, they search for a purpose in their murderous ways. It isn't long after a new sadistic serial killer begins to terrorize Seattle and throwing a wrench into all they are trying to accomplish. Time seems to be running out for the group to find the answers they are searching for. Where will they go? What is their purpose? And with the killing closing in, who will survive the night? Written by C. Benjamin Doyle. Killers is available now on Amazon and Amazon Kindle. Get your copy today. We are about to throw down. You could say I'm we're throwing up the PAX. PAX, yeah. <laughs> I'm your host, Andy B, and joining me is Bossman himself, Mr. Corey Derrick. I'm here. Woo! I made it. Yes. I survived. <laughs> you survived. Um, this is a special episode because Corey was at PAX 2018 and he got a lot of video game coverage. So if you guys want to hear a lot of stuff about Nintendo, go check out World world one one podcast and check out nintendo pop Rock. but Corey also played some xbox games and he's going to give us the info on what he played uh, so Corey, what did you play at pax 2018 for xbox um yeah i played a few things for xbox uh you know a lot of the a lot of the games uh i played were more nintendo nintendo specific for pal block and xbox didn't really have a very big booth uh, but I did play a few things for Xbox. I played State of Decay 2, which is uh, Xbox's kind of big game for May. Mm-hmm. I was pr- I was pretty impressed. I was I was really really impressed by State of Decay. Uh, it it was running. I want to I want to clarify first. All the games I played except for Below for Xbox were running on either a dev kit or a gaming PC. Uh, they had some issues with the uh, with the Xbox One X's they brought, and so they had to set up gaming PCs for us to play on. Now, with that said, uh, State of Decay Two was really was it. I was look. I, I'm not. I didn't really play a lot of State of Decay One. I know it had a lot of good ideas, but it, they weren't completely fleshed out because of budget and the engine and timing and stuff. But State of Decay 2 feels a lot like it feels a lot like uh, Gears of War meets Fortnite or PUBG kind of like just the way it it works like the third person shooting and the looting and and kind of craft like we weren't allowed to craft anything that was like the one thing that was out the window but there is a crafting mm-hmm. system so you are collecting materials to craft things in this game. Uh, 
it felt really, really good. The shooting felt really good. Not quite as good as something like Gears, but good enough to where, like, if a zombie's running at you and you have a shotgun and you blow their face off, feels really good. Uh, we were in a co-op session, and, uh, you know, we started out in this uh, kind of warehouse-looking area, and, you know, we were kind of walking around this this warehouse, uh, and we were kind of traveling down the road, and there were some zombies, uh, you know, there were some, there were some cool melee weapons that you could use uh, but we were we were wielding shotguns, which was even better. Uh, but if you use a shotgun, you got to be careful because the zombie, other zombies, can hear you, uh, and they will come. They will come after you, and they are fast. They're not the slow moving zombies from Resident Evil. They are fast. Uh, you know, I had to like sprint away from one, and it caught up to me uh, to oh, the point wow. where to where my friend had to like shoot him off of me. That's how fast they are. Uh, the looting feels really good. The, uh, um, you know, there's a mechanic where like, okay, I need food. So I'm opening this fridge, right? Well, you can open this fridge at a normal pace and there's a, a timer, but there's also like the X button in the middle. And if you press X, you make more noise, but you loot the loot the place faster. Uh, so like I was looting everything as fast as I could and like the zombies heard us and we were, we were running away from the zombies. Uh, but you get these flashbangs, which will like, yeah. make noise other places to distract zombies from following you. So we, we found a way to like, okay, we're going to loot this house, but we're going to throw flashbangs over at that house. Be- so the zombies start running over there. And once we see them kind of climb over the fence or go through like, the openings or whatever to check out the area, we would go into this other house and shut all the doors and loot, loot the area. Um, so, and then my friend had a, had the bright, <laughs> the bright idea to get a car, started the car and every zombie in the area started moving towards this car. And I'm like, you better wait for me. So I got in the car and he, you know, those big fat ones with like the green acid. <laughs> yeah. He decides to try to run one of those over to the point where like it exploded on our car but that meant our car was covered in poison and acid to the point where we had to dive out grand theft auto style <laughs> and like you know run to the next area right and so and, and the the funny thing about that is that that part is in like the trailer of last year's E3 yeah yeah so i'm just like you snow stay away from him yeah so like we dove out of the car and and like we got into this area where there were just dude there were a ton of zombies and like but we found a lot of loot but we had to take on this encampment of zombies and like this would have been helpful if we had like two other players to like okay you two are going to loot this area while the other two kind of fend off the zombies and then we're mm-hmm. going to kind of fortify this we're going to set up camp here and kind of this will be our first main kind of base thing uh, but then we just started shooting zombies and stuff and taking them out. And, and at that point we were just overwhelmed and the demo ended, but like, it felt really good to play. And like, I, I, I mean, I, 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 I know if people have game pass, sorry, Ed, I know if people have game pass, you're going to get this game anyways, but like, Oh, I'm buying it. I'm, I'm buying this game. Physically. But like, um, a question I have to ask before you go, I'm sorry. Um, did it have melee combat in it? Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a lot of cool melee weapons. Uh, there's there's wrenches, there's axes, there's shovels, there's. Uh, I I think you can find like swords and stuff at some I point. I wonder if it's, uh, it doesn't have a a, degrad- a degradation like like Breath of the Wild, like if you attack the too many I times think, it breaks. I think so, but it we were using guns the whole time. Like I only used the the wrench like twice and it it didn't okay. break. Uh, but you know you can collect you can find backpacks to carry more uh, items with you. So okay. that that was cool. That was a cool mechanic. Like I said, we couldn't do any of the crafting or anything. It was all kind of grayed out, and we couldn't really explore that aspect of it. But um, it was cool. It's definitely a time. It's definitely a game that you're gonna want to play with friends. Uh, it's it's definitely it's definitely that. But you can definitely tell like they got a bigger budget from the last game. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the shooting feels really good. The graphics are great. The environment looks amazing. Uh, it's going to be a lot deeper than people realize, I think, too. Uh, the cra- especially with the new crafting stuff, like you're going to be, able- it's going to be like deeper than like Dead Rising style crafting, to where you can start putting together vehicles and stuff. I think so. Uh, yeah, it was cool. State of Decay was really cool, and I I can't wait to see more of it. You know, I mean, it's not really my type of game, but I know Jesse's really excited for it. Which you know, sadly, he couldn't really be here right now. We'll talk about it more uh when we record with him next but yeah state of decay 2 looks cool yeah um and everybody check out uh uh squad goals we'll probably be doing state of decay 2 like in the future um i know me and jesse are going to be playing state of decay the first one mm-hmm. um so yeah which uh, i still need to get him the information for the uh, twitch channel so we can just transfer it over uh yeah but yeah uh pfft xbox wise PUBG, uh, i was playing the uh the quote-unquote version that's gonna be like the done version for xbox uh-huh. uh again running on a gaming pc so i don't really know how accurate it's gonna be to the xbox one x version of the game but uh i like because jesse and i have been playing fortnite a lot and like i really enjoyed the battle royale portion of fortnite a lot and so my other friend that was that was with us is really into PUBG. I was like, well, let's do some duos. And we ended up doing some duos. And it's a lot more tactical than Fortnite is. Uh, you know, I as soon as we landed, like I found a I found a submachine gun and a helmet as soon as we landed. Uh, we went through this church and we found someone. Uh, we kind of ran away from them though, uh, and they kind of ran away from us. So. Uh, it, it was running really smooth. Like when you jump out of the plane, it's rough, but as soon as you hit the ground, like it's smooth, it's really smooth. And it feels a lot like gears. The shooting feels a lot like gears. Oh, wow. Even down to like, like the reticle, you know how, when you're playing with the shotgun, it has a little square reticle with the dot in the middle Yeah. Like in gears. It's, it's the gears reticle, except it's white instead of red. So, uh, <laughs> it it felt a lot like gears um and then we were kind of looting the area moving towards this the circle uh and we saw a team of two <laughs> uh and we were like gonna sneak up on them and they started shooting at us and we started shooting back and like i was kneeling and i was shooting them and my friend ran in front of me and i ended up killing him on accident <laughs> <laughs> by friendly fire uh but 
Yeah, PUBG runs really well. I I was actually pretty impressed because you know, we talk a lot about on about it on the show and none of us had had really played it before. Yeah. Uh and I I I was like, look, I want to see what this game is like because we've been playing Fortnite so much and it doesn't run nearly as smooth as Fortnite, but it's because Fortnite's running at 60 frames a second has a cartoon art style like which which really fit fits for that game. But if you want a more tactical uh, kind of military esque, uh, more kind of, I mean, realistic is not really the word I want to use, but more militarized shooter tactical battle royale game. PUBG is good. Like it's still, it's still really good, and and I enjoyed it. So and and I actually ended up signing the signing up for the preview version of it because I want to play it here at home. So, um. Uh, yeah, PUBG was was solid. Uh, they brought the rumblings around the 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 booth was that they had Crackdown ready to go, but then they they ended up not bringing it because you know the devs thought it wasn't ready to go. So they ended up bringing Sea of Thieves instead, uh, which I mean we've been we've played Sea of Thieves. There's a four hour video of it if you want to <laughs> yeah. watch us mess around with it, but. Uh, it was cool to see people start playing Sea of Thieves and kind of getting a feel, which I think I think Sea of Thieves needed that at PAX. I think it needed what was happening because there was a bunch of mm, 9 to 12-year-olds, I think, I would say, and maybe a little bit younger playing it. And it was it was cool to see like the kids having fun playing pirates and going on, on voyages and stuff. Uh, and I, I think... You know, it's gotten kind of some negative feedback recently, and I uh-huh. I think this was good for the for the uh, for people to get their hands on it. I should say so. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, below was is kind of like the uh, last big kind of quote unquote Xbox exclusive, though they said it's Xbox first, not Xbox exclusive. Uh, the dev told me so. I don't know what's changed. I don't know what's happening, but we couldn't see it make its way to other platforms at some point. But below, and I took a lot of notes on below. Uh, it has amazing music and sound design, and it's not like overpowering music. It's just kind of soft, whimsical music, and you know you can hear the waves crashing in the background with some music behind the waves. Uh, you know, I the demo starts with you getting off of a boat. And you're kind of wandering this beach, and then you see a uh, a fire that needs lit. So you light the fire. Yes. There's like three or four pieces of fish lying around the fire. Uh, and I don't know if this game's procedurally generated or not, but like it seems like a game that could be. <clears throat> and so like I lit the fire, I cook the fish, and put it in my inventory. And I start roaming the beach, uh, and I I find this pathway up into this onto this cliff, and I'm wandering the cliff. And then I find, you know, this kind of, mm, what do you, what would you call it? Like a shrine type thing. Not like a Zelda yeah. shrine that you could go into, but more of like a statue with like a light, like a light on it. And I interacted with it and I got this uh, light kind of power. I wouldn't really call it a power, but it was kind of like, it does something to you. I didn't get that far to see what it actually does, but you collect these like little a- light. Like abilities. Yeah. Well, I think it's like 
currency you can spend on abilities oh, okay. or something. Uh, okay. So I found this. I found this other cavern, and I went. I went into this cavern, and I'm walking through it, and it, it's just kind of like a really. S- imagine a top-down, really simple, exploratory version of Zelda. Yeah. Where like there's light puzzles that you need to solve, but they're not very hard. You're kind of wandering through, finding these simple enemies with your sword and shield. Uh, and then you have to manage your food and water mechanic. Well, my water was my water was getting low, so I found a fountain and filled it with with water, and you know I stored it. And you know you have to. It's like a if Zelda had like a survival mechanic to it, which I know uh-huh. Breath of the Wild kind of does, but this is more like Don't Starve. I think I would compare it to, where like you need to keep eating and drinking to stay alive uh as well as like fight off enemies to make sure they don't kill you to t- that take your health down so uh uh exploration is kind of really stress-free like you can just kind of go anywhere you want without having to, <laughs> to worry about giant enemies coming down and hu- hunting you down uh the dungeons are pretty elaborate uh, there's a lot of exploration in the dungeons. Like the one dungeon I found had like five exits to it that took you to different areas of the map. Yeah. Um, and then there's actually like an objective inside the dungeon that you can do or not do whatever. Uh, and I was kind of doing that, um, before my demo ended. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm kind of unsure how the food and water mechanic work exactly. Like I know you can cook the food and you have to eat the food, but I don't know if you can like mix it together or if you eat raw fish, if it makes you sick, like that kind of stuff. I just assumed you had to cook the fish, so I cooked it. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming, yeah, you had to cook the fish. Yeah. It uh, just makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I did talk to the dev a little bit. The devs were there. And they seemed, like, really nervous about the game. And I was like, I was like, I don't I don't want you to take this the wrong way. But when I saw it, like, I seeing it now versus when I saw it last, it looks a lot cleaner and a lot more fluid and he's like yeah we we upgraded everything to 4k assets everything runs uh at 60 frames like we upgraded the soundtrack a little bit like everything was just meant to run more fluid and and brighter and uh the color palette they use was really cool uh i got a below pin too like it's just like a little pin it just says below on it but it was cool uh, nice so, and, and, you know, I gave him our business card where I'm going to try to get them on here after convention season. Uh, he said the game's coming out real soon. They don't have an exact date to tell me yet, but like it's, it's soon. Cause they didn't want to show it till it was all, pretty much done. They're just kind of uh, cleaning it up. Uh, okay. It was cool though. Below really strong. Um, I'll definitely, I'll definitely would pick it up, uh, give it a try. So of course be ready for the interview, but, uh, I do want to play this. It sounds interesting uh, to me. Yeah, definitely. With that. Definitely one of the games where I was like, I don't really know how I'm going to like this. And I came out of it being like, okay, I get it. I, I like what I played. I think it's, I think it's awesome. So uh, let's see. What else? What else can I talk about here? There was, oh, pit people from uh, the behemoth, the people who made castle crashers, uh, their next game. I played about five minutes of it, but like, if it system crashed and I didn't really get a feel for what it was, uh, <laughs> but like, it's like a strategy game, almost like a hexagonal strategy game instead of a grid based yeah. one, uh, cool art style, cool, like sound effects and music and stuff. But I just, I couldn't get into it because I, 
I didn't get to play it because the system crashed on me. But uh, it's definitely not Crashel Crashers. So, like, I mean, it's not Alien Hominid or Castle Crashers or even Battle Block Theater. It's 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 a strategy game, and I I give them credit for trying something different, you know. But I know a lot of people still want Castle Crashers too or whatever. So, uh, definitely something you could probably look into and, and judge for yourself. But, uh, I mean, I, we talked a lot about on Nintendo power block, a lot of the stuff that's also coming to, to Xbox one, uh, uh, soul caliber six. I played a little bit of, uh, it feels, it feels like a simpler version of soul caliber, uh, way more deliberate and defensive than previous soul calibers, which is kind of, strange for a weapon based game uh the characters look great like the animations and stuff look really fluid and and this they did say this was a demo build which i get but like the characters looked amazing but the environment still looked kind of unfinished i mean they they looked like okay this is what we're going for for this level and like the assets were there but the lighting didn't feel right or like the assets didn't feel clean uh mm-hmm. So that that was cool. Like it felt really good to play. I was just like I played one match. I'm like, okay, I get it. It's it's Soul Calibur. I'm not unless they bring it to Switch and Links in it. Like I'm not interested to be honest. So uh, on Power Block, we talked a lot about Travis Strikes Again, which is coming to Xbox also. Uh, it's really cool if you like top down kind of action, stylized action games with cool combos and really cool art style and graphics. Like Tra- Travis Strikes Again is awesome. Uh, the combos kind of feel like a top-down version of like the Arkham games, the Batman yeah. Arkham games, uh, the like uh, the the combo switching to, from enemy to enemy feels really smooth and, and clean. Uh, so it was cool. Uh, let's see anything else for Xbox. I think the Messenger is coming to Xbox. Did they confirm that that's coming to Xbox? That I don't know. Only just know that it's a Switch exclusive at the moment. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about Shaq Fu, uh, honestly, I, unless you bought it on, on, if you bought NBA playgrounds on switch and you're getting it for free, like if you're anywhere near interested in that game, wait for sale. If not, like, honestly, I wouldn't waste your money. It was very bland and, and kind of boring to be honest with you. Like there was no enemy diversity in the 20 minutes that I played. There was two types of enemies and a mini boss that, like it was just I played it I played it for twenty minutes and I only found two types of enemies and a mini boss. So I don't know if that tells you anything. <laughs> uh let's see, I think that's about it for uh Xbox. Uh oh, Shovel Knight. Played Shovel Knight King of Cards. Uh, you know, we I let off on Pal Block with Shovel Knight, but uh, you know, I want to talk about it here too, because I played the Xbox version as well. Uh it's very fun. The The animations look great. The new uh, dash mechanic for King Knight feels really good to use, whether you're attacking enemies or trying to maneuver through the world. Like, if you, if you, it kind of adds like a wall jump almost. Uh, it's, it's fun, man. I love it. It's, the card game is really interesting. I don't know how deep I'm going to get into the card game, but, but, you know, there's three kind of hub worlds. And Shovel Knight, I didn't really get into this on Power Block, did I? There's three hu- there's three world maps. It's kind of it's almost three oh, times. You, yeah, you spoke about this on Power Block. Oh, okay. Well, 
there's there's three kind of world maps that you get to explore as opposed to Shovel Knight's one world map. And then the hub is the castle. And your goal is to, as you progress through these world maps, the higher your reputation gets for you to become king, right? And so mm. uh, your goal is to kind of do a, a world takeover and the you know beating the world beating the different levels in the worlds help you achieve that as well as playing the card game uh and building your deck and stuff so uh king king knight's gonna be awesome i think it might be the best campaign yet just based off the two kind of small levels that i played so uh i did play the xbox version and the switch version uh so yeah, it's awesome. Shovel, sh- uh, Shovel Knight King of Cards is definitely the game I'm most looking forward to uh, yes. on what we just talked about. But uh, as opposed to Xbox stuff, like that's kind of that's kind of it. I mean, they they didn't have a very big presence at PAX, and in the games they did show were their were their games. So yeah, uh, I mean they had and, and- Daisy was there in the Xbox booth. I didn't really play it though. It looked interesting enough, but. I mean, whatever. And then there's a motocross game called Descendants uh, there as well. I don't really know anything about it, but yeah. And we, me and Corey, had a discussion on a World War One podcast that they're probably gearing up for E3 at this moment because, like, that is in two months, and that's a lot of preparation that they got to get ready. So they're probably getting like trailers and practicing the notes and everything so they're probably just getting the stuff ready for that um so they probably not they probably couldn't bring a lot here uh because they want to give uh they want to have a bang out show for uh for uh e3 yeah which which is kind of sad i really i really wish that some of the indie games that they showed last year um i wish they would have showed up on uh at pax like give a lot of give more indie titles some coverage, just like Nintendo did at their booth. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was great. Like PAX was awesome. Uh, listen, listen to all of our other shows for like all the coverage. Like there, there's coverage everywhere uh, on this week and early next week on NGR proper. Uh, you know, I'm. I think. I think I'm going to be on Nerds Gone Platinum this week to talk about the, the PlayStation stuff because I did check out Detroit Become Human. I checked out Super Meat Boy Forever. Uh, I te- checked out Chasm. Like, there's there's PlayStation-specific stuff that, you know, I checked mm-hmm. out Code Vein, which was an interesting take on the Dark Souls formula. So uh, I don't know yet. I haven't really talked to them, but I could be on there too this week. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I wish there was more Xbox stuff to talk about, but I mean, there wasn't much there. And what I did play was like, you know, I I wanted to make sure I got it because you know I, I know we're not doing a full episode this week, but there was there's stuff worth talking about for Xbox, and what was there was exciting, you know. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. But, I mean, it's it's good it's good that you got to try out at least like state of, state of decay two and below. Um, some of their other games because like below I haven't had seen or heard much about it and you just giving that description I'm like oh this sounds really up my art like my arsenal um instead nice. of the K2 <laughs> instead of the K2 I, because I just got the first one and I haven't played like a zombie survival, <laughs> survival horror game it sounds like there's gonna be a lot of fun 
yeah. playing this game, but everybody's gonna be working. Like this game's gonna force force me to talk. Yeah, this I, game. I, well, this game is like it's meant to be kind of. You got to strategize with your friends, but it's gonna it's yeah. gonna end up being like stories you tell about this game, similar to like I mean, not too similar, but similar to what like you know what we did with Sea of Thieves, where like we all just kind of got on the boat and kind of like worked our way through it and like the story is what we were doing on the boat traveling to the location and coming back and learning how to run the boat where like you know when, when we play state of decay 2 it's going to be us kind of traveling in a group communicating with each other but like the funny stuff is when like one of those b- the big fat zombies is, explodes on you and you have to start over from scratch because your character died and you know, fortifying a base and making sure, you know, the stories come out of stories coming out of there about resources and just the funny things, maybe getting run over by a car, all those kind of things, you know? So, uh, I think state of decay is going to provide more interesting, funny moments, uh, if yeah. we're playing together. So, uh, I'm being a driver. Oh, jeez. Uh, my, my driver skills are good. Don't forget Jesse be messing up when he drive us. That's true. We've been playing a lot of Halo lately, and Jesse is the greatest driver ever. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jesse. We love you. We love you, Jesse. Learn how to drive a warthog. <laughs> <laughs> Be ready for Halo Three. Yeah. 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 So. so. But everybody, that is going to be Arsenal X. Uh, if you guys were at PAX and you also got to try, uh, try some Xbox games, you can email us at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com. Want to hear your thoughts about it? Um, or are you interested in more coverage at things like this? We want to know. Let us let, uh, hit us up. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at that retro code. Um, you can check out Optional Opinion or various podcast apps. Uh, Corey, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Corey and HD on Instagram and Twitter. I've been uh, posting a lot of pictures of packs and uh, you know some videos up there as well. So uh, check that out. You can find uh, Ed and I both on Pow Block, uh, where we go in depth on the Nintendo stuff from packs this week. So uh, check that out. And then uh, NGR Radio, where you know you can watch us every Monday and World uh, One One and all the other play- Let's Play stuff we do. So yeah. yeah. And also check out the website, NGRRadio.com. Uh, follow us on Facebook at ArsenalX, um, like our page. Uh, subscribe to NGR Radio YouTube page or Nerds Gone Rogue, where you guys can watch our live content um, and enjoy our discussions and the shenanigans that go on. Trust me, you're going to enjoy that Halo 4 one. Is it, is it Halo? Was it Halo 4? Uh, yeah, we completed oh. Halo 4. Uh, today, well, as of this recording, the day today the finale went up. So okay, uh, yeah. But Halo Five is the Halo Five is the no. We didn't start Halo. Did we do no, Halo we're doing, Five? We're doing Halo Three right now. Halo Three. Okay, because the one you pushed me off was Halo Five, right? Four. Four. Okay, Halo we Four. We haven't we haven't done Five yet. We're going okay. to, but we just haven't done it. I think we're holding Halo Five off until Halo Six is announced. But okay, uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody, that is Arsenal X podcast. As always, we throw the X. Yes. Because we're exiting out of here. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you next time on Arsenal X podcast. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>